Hello. Hey, guys. Zana and Jess, we're here as Nourish Nurses again, bringing some flavor to your Friday with Keep Your Jit Up podcast. Yeah. So um, it's just us again today. Uh, we've got a few awesome things lined up in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. The next couple of weeks going to have a lot of different guest speakers and whatnot um, covering some amazing topics. So, yeah, you just have to listen to us just for one more week and then we promise to give you some some other peeps in there too. Oh, we got some juicy stuff. Yeah, we've got some great juicy, stuff. Juicy stuff. And as time goes on, you'll start to see some things come out and what we're going to be doing in the next few weeks, which is going to be awesome. Um, but if you see any of the polls on Instagram or anything like that, please vote um, because we really just want your help knowing kind of what you guys want us to talk about. And also when we have our special guest speakers on what you want us to ask them. Um, so please write in for those, write into us any questions you have um, about those specific things because that will really help us. Be epic. I mean, we've got um, Be Your Own Hype Girl with guest speaker Nikita, episode mm-hmm. one. That was awesome. That's the traveling midwife, one of my really, really close friends. Then episode two is all about travel nursing. Mm-hmm. So if you actually want to hear about travel nursing, that is where you tune in for that. Episode three is well about my dating life yeah, and your dating much, life. Yeah. You know, we just thought we'll talk about our stories and all that jazz and that's uh Jess French is a Frenchie mm. and now we've got today's episode which is us talking smack again but yeah we do have a theme for today yeah so we're going to be talking about some self-love how to maintain self-love how to keep up uh, a positive attitude about your body about yourself um and about your life in general and then also just some hot tips about kind of how to stay on track if you are wanting to diet and weight loss um kind of if you're on that track and you're wanting to go down that path and just some healthy kind of things that you can set up for yourself that will keep your mind and body positive yeah because this is something that you have to work on every single day yeah like and it's good because like we're reminding ourselves just like with organizing this podcast episode is like yeah yeah i want to start doing this and it just Mm. gets you motivated and makes you want to take better care of yourself exactly and everyone like just said and everyone every stage of people's lives like your weight does fluctuate and go up and down we're not all young anymore and can stay at this amazing perfect weight all the time everyone does fluctuate and we're all women well, I mean, most of the people that are listening to this are women. Yeah. Shout out to the men out there because it also does happen to men. But we love you too. <laughs> we do fluctuate and we're hormonal all the time. So we have to just figure out a good balance, how to maintain a good healthy relationship with ourselves and also with food yeah. and things like that as well. So we're going to cover all that today, um, but we're going to start with a with our typical uh, spill the tea oh, yes. area. So Jess, what is your spill the tea this week? Oh, mine's a crack up. <laughs> Mine is a crack up. So I was, I got a shift, um, which was actually really close to where I currently live. So I was super stoked to walk to work. Um, normally I get these little cool scooters and I like normally scoot to work, but I was like, nah, when I walk, it's a lovely morning. Anyway, I'm walking to work. And then I was at the traffic light waiting to go across, like literally just enjoying my surroundings, taking it all in. And then I thought that um, some water had dropped on my head and I was like, oh, that some water from the tree just dropped on my head literally <laughs> that's that was my thoughts and I think you know where this is going anyway I go to wipe it and immediately realize that it is bird shit mm. on my head mm. like right on the head so right on the head. I was walking across and I thought oh my god and I looked at my hand and I was like wow that is shit that's like totally noticeable oh my god I've got blonde hair so I was like crap so I kept wiping it and I'm like rubbing it on my scrubs. And I was like, why am I rubbing it on my scrubs? My God, I'm such a mess. Got to my, uh, <laughs> got <laughs> to my workplace and thankfully I was doing a shift in recovery. So it meant I got to get out of my outfit and put on some scrubs mm. and then went into the bathroom and tried to clean my hair up. And I mean, also thankfully I got to wear a scrub hat. So I got to hide that I had bird shit in my hair. 
for the whole day. Mm. But to make matters worse, did that whole shift. And then what I came home, didn't I, that afternoon? <laughs> and our entire, like the entire building, all the water was turned yes. off. And I went to the elevator and I was like a bit cranky. And I said to the guy, I was like making conversation with him. I was like, oh, there's like these 30, um, like 30th anniversary balloons for the building in the, like they were everywhere in the building. And I was like, Phew. I was like, happy 30th birthday to this building. They turned our bloody water off. And then he goes, oh yeah, that was me. And I was <laughs> complaining to the he plumber. Was the yep. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get my hair washed until that night, but yeah, super nasty. But what came of that though? Oh, we had some pretty good luck that day. Yeah. So it is true. But, I mean, I, yeah. I thought that my lot, luck was going to be the lotto. We didn't win the lotto. But the next day or the same day, whatever, I can't actually it was remember the same, what day. It was, same day, we went to Mecca and we actually won a $20 gift voucher each. Yes, which was which pretty, was amazing. It was like a scratchy thing. So, like, if you spend yeah. money, then you get this little scratchy. And we both scratched it and both won 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And we're like, whoa. And then cool. we also got $20 off lunch each. So, we had a free yeah. lunch. Then she gives us these vouchers, which you didn't even have to win to get them. She just gave us these vouchers. She's like, here you go. You can use them at Grilled or the Japanese spot or whatever. And we're like, what? Yes, yeah, so anyone in Brisbane that wants to, you know, um, get that opportunity, you just have to spend, I think it's only $100. You've got to spend $100 at one of the shops around Winter Garden. Yeah. Um, and then you get like a chance to win 20 bucks. Yeah, you at take Mecca. your receipt to the little thing. I think it stops on the 17th. Okay. But um, yeah, we went again today and we did the scratchy, but we did not win today. But she gave us more food vouchers. So yeah. Yes. So winning. But yes, yeah, so that was my spill the tea. Mm. And I do actually believe that some good luck came out of that it did getting shot on the head but i think it hey. did too mm. <laughs> that's mine what's yours anna well um my spell of tea i can't i don't know if i've told you guys this but i have started doing pole dancing um so i started three weeks ago and i've never done pole dancing before in my life um extremely extremely difficult uh experience mm. um but really like really cool you do realize how much you improve each week and you see how you go um, but I am a well-known bruiser. I bruise, like if someone pokes me, I'm going to get a bruise. She does. Um, so I, my ability is that I literally am covered in bruises this week. I literally had one on my shin that was an egg. It's like, you know, when you whack your head so hard on the ground that you get an egg, I had that on my shin. And now I have, I can't even count how many bruises I have. Like there's that many. Like if I was a guy and we're walking around, people would think like we're in an abusive relationship. Funny story. When I was younger, actually, <laughs> when I went to the doctors as a kid, I was like two years old and I used to go to the doctors and they used to like, you know, inspect your body and whatnot because you're like a child and they inspect mm. your growth and stuff. And I had so many bruises everywhere. And they actually asked my parents, they took them aside and were like, so like, what's going on? Like, are you abusing this child basically? Because I had so many bruises Ooh. and they were like, no, she's just clumsy. Like she falls over everywhere. And that's true. I was not abused. Abused. I am 100% fine, but I, I literally bruise so easily and I just fall over all the time. So God, my poor it would be really hard as a doctor. They're asking those types of questions. Mm, Do you know, I did a, um, I was working in ED once and this girl came in, this little girl, um, and she said she hurt herself like three days ago. She's like, oh, yeah, but yeah, I've just been watching her and she's, you know, just not getting any better. Well, like, are you waited three days to bring a kid in? Mm. They did an x-ray. She had bruises all over her body Ooh. that were very, apparently it was very obvious that they were mm. like abusing this child Jeez. and they called child protection like services. Thank and God. we had to put him in a room and she's like screaming and it was like mm. so bad but like having a doctor standing up for something like that that's yeah that's awesome yeah mm. i mean thankfully you weren't abused but hey if you were good on him for speaking yeah, good up on him for speaking up but yeah sometimes you see that they're just the external bruises and then they actually scans like a kid and they've actually got broken bones under there and they just yeah. cover them up but also it's sad because those children don't know any difference so if you do separate them from their family they are going to be upset mm. even though that family's abusing them they yeah, don't know any 100%. different well i'm glad you weren't abused but it still not, looks like you're i was abused, abused now. by the pole pole dancing yeah the pole is i'm in an abusive you. relationship with the pole <laughs> you are. but you know you, you're, you're smashing it and you're getting so much better yeah. every week 
Yeah. And you like develop muscles that you didn't even know were there, like my arms and my chest muscles and my back muscles. It's actually, it takes a lot of strength. So hats off to those strippers that do throw themselves around because <laughs> wow, it's hard. Wow. <laughs> not just the core, but everything it's else. not just the core. I everything. haven't joined. I'm, I'm way too scared to do that. But mm. I mean, body positivity as well. Weren't you yeah. saying as well, just all different shapes and sizes and yes. everyone looks so good. Yeah, so you have to wear it. these like tiny, tiny, tiny little booty shorts when you're doing it because you need, you need, literally need your entire body to be access for holding onto the pole. So really use your groin a lot in the pole, like on the pole as well. So you really need your shorts to be that short that you can actively have your skin on skin contact with the pole, with your groin. <laughs> so really these shorts are basically underwear and everyone's in them and there's people that are tall, small, like big, short everything everything you can think of cellulite no cellulite muscular not muscular like so many different sizes and shapes and everyone's there shaking their booties around I love that. and with some crack and music and it's just a good time and yeah. it makes it you never in there thinking that you look bad or that you're comparing yourself to anyone because everyone is just so accepting everyone and I love it I love that I love that so much yeah um, so that's kind of like on the topic of our uh, podcast today as well, um, because me and Jess both kind of grew up a very different um, kind of way we viewed our bodies and how we were treated for our bodies and things like that and how we treated our bodies when we grew up. Um, so I had a very like, I guess, stereotypical kind of growing up um, with my body. I was I was a kind of overweight as a child. I did carry some extra weight um, and I did get bullied for that. And I also did kind of abused myself for it as well. And I used to look at all these kids that were so much skinnier than me and they would be super into fitness and they were really good at sports. And I just wasn't like that. And I also went to a private school and everyone was just so perfect all the time. This is, this is what I thought at the time. And, um, I, a lot of pressure that I was, was that I put on myself and I really hated my body when I was younger. I used to abuse myself. I used to, um, abuse myself like physically as well as abuse myself with like taking food away from myself and like going on really, really strict diets and things like that. I never did um, kind of go down the route of any kind of like bulimia or anything like that, but I definitely did strictly reduce, like reduce my amount of food that I would eat. And I would do a lot of exercise to try and combat that. So I did lose a lot of weight when I was younger and I kind of got quite obsessed with losing weight and I um, got very, very skinny to the point, I think the lightest I was um, was like 55 kilos and I am oh now 73 kilos and I am five foot seven and I am healthy now. If you imagine me almost 20 kilos lighter, like it's almost sickening to think that I was that skinny. It was not healthy in any way. Um, but also I just thought that that's what I had to do to be beautiful and be, I don't know, enough. And it's, it's really sad looking back on myself now because I've gotten to such a place that I am so body confident and I am so happy with my own body that like, I'm sad that I ever experienced that. Um, but I think it's so normal for kids to experience that. And it's obviously like even now social media makes it so much worse for kids to look at these people and think, oh, why does my skin not look like that? Why does she not have any cellulite? Why is her booty perky? Why are her boobs perfect? When in the end of the day is they're doing these poses and they're, they're moving their way, bodies in way and editing photos that make them look like that. Yeah. If you see them at the beach and you see them in any other way, you would see that they're also normal people. And yes, there definitely are people out there with perfect bodies that don't have to do anything for it. And unfortunately that's the case, but you have to be appreciative every day for what you have and the body that you do have, because yes. you could look at yourself 10 years from now, 20 years from now and think, why didn't I just not appreciate myself back then? And we do that. We, we look back at ourselves five, 10 kilos lighter and be like, why was I just not happy then? Like I should have just been happy with my body back then. Absolutely. And it's just like, it, why are we waiting until 10, 15 years later to think that we loved our, our bodies back then? We need to start loving them from today. So 
Yeah, so preach it. You know, we went. I went through a hardship, and I got out the other end. And I think a lot of people go through the same thing. And it does take a lot of work. It takes a lot of therapy and dedication to yourself, and just like making yourself feel worthy enough to be beautiful at any size and any shape and any anything really we often talk about it don't we like I mean we traveled together for like six seven weeks before Mm. moving um and relocating and we were both you know ate ourselves silly we definitely put on a couple kilos yeah we did and we 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 joke about it we push our bellies we're like damn gotta get rid of this gut but we're both (laughs) like but we're genuinely very happy yeah and very like just just happy and content with who we are and we've learned about who we are because we've been traveling on our Mm. own and then we've come together and um yeah, I mean, who cares if you put on a couple of kilos, man? Still love yourself. Do you know exactly? And what our friend said the other day, mm. like shout out to Jody, but she <laughs> said a really good thing the other day about like you know, I mean, whether you're into guys or girls, it doesn't matter. But when you get naked in front of your you know partner or someone you're dating or whatnot, like they're just gonna love seeing your naked body. Like that's yeah, I don't care what size you, know you what are. What she said, she goes, guys are just literally like boobies. Like they just want boobs. Yeah, and they're just like, mm, like. I got a naked girl in front of me exactly. sitting there going like, oh, hang on a minute. Her waist doesn't go as, you know, mm-hmm. in as much as the other girl's waist or they don't think about that yeah. stuff. We think about that stuff. Exactly. And we're the, we're the only ones putting shame in ourselves. No one else is. So we need to try and change that stigma as well around um, what a body is supposed to look like and mm-hmm. how a girl is supposed to be. Because realistically, we are all supposed to have curves. Like women yes. are supposed to have curves and we need to praise those. And men praise those. Like men do not want men or women most people don't want someone who's a stick thin like person like and if you're naturally stick thin then that's that's also fine but but they want people to be natural that's the thing you need to be your natural self and whatever way that comes is beautiful and really at the end of the day if like if you are putting out this confident persona and you are confident in your own self and your own body that comes across and people can tell and people notice that and guys notice that and girls notice that and they see this positivity and they think damn this girl's awesome yeah like they don't think about what you look like they don't think about your body they think about like how sick your personality is and what you put out and what energy you put out yeah and it's so true because sometimes you can like I know I've definitely experienced it with like dating or like meeting somebody and you're you know you got that first view of them but then once they Mm -hmm. start talking and you see like yeah their their personality come out they're a really Mm. nice person just being nice makes you mm-hmm. more attractive yeah like just being a genuinely nice person like puts the bar up like damn that person's so attractive because of that personality trait yeah and then just being yeah down to earth and and then having that confidence and pouring it out onto others actually uplifts other people mm. which is another attractive quality it, does. it doesn't matter you know I can meet someone who um is very curvy and they hate themselves mm-hmm. and then I get so shocked I can I can I've met the most beautiful people and I get so shocked when I hear them say things like I hate my body. Mm. I hate the way I look. Yeah. Like I, I, it genuinely crushes me and I make it enough. Remember we were out recently and mm. someone that we know um, said those things to me. And I literally said to her, I go, I have looked at you all night. I think you are the most mm. beautiful person. And I actually was just so genuine when I spoke to her and I was like, I like, I think you are amazing. And yeah. then she started crying. Remember? Yeah. A few weeks ago, she yeah. started crying because she was just like, I just don't get told that stuff. And I was like, no, you need to know this stuff. You need to have more confidence. I go, you seriously, I go, your personality, your looks, you're just, you're so beautiful. And she was just like, she was overwhelmed. Yeah. And it's very, very, very hard to get to that place where you do accept your body and you're very positive and, and things like that. Like it is very hard to get to that place, which is why a lot of people aren't in that place. But if you're, if all you're relying on is someone else to validate you, then 
you like you, you need to do some work to kind of get to the point where you're enough to just validate yourself first because yeah. you need to validate how like you need to know that you're amazing because every single person is amazing and everyone has trauma and everyone has things that they need to work through we have things we need to work through every day um things that have happened to us and things that we need to stay positive and not every single day i'm positive but every single day i still am super grateful for the fact that i'm here on this earth and i still have a functioning body that still allows me to do the things that i love to do and yeah, that's down days where I might think, oh, I'm just not feeling myself today. I'm feeling fluffy. I'm feeling bloated, whatever it might be. But that's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm in a bad place. It doesn't mean that I'm going to take this horrible downward spiral and hate my body. It just means today I'm just not feeling myself and that's fine. Yeah. But overall, I'm genuinely happy and grateful for how I am, what my body looks like. And yeah. And when you yeah. are feeling yourself, tell people, man. Exactly. Like sometimes I'll get dressed up and I'll go to Zana. I go, girl, I'm feeling myself exactly. right now. I'm feeling hot. <laughs> And then she'd be like, you are hot, girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling hot. And we lift mm-hmm. each other up like that. Yeah, positivity breeds positivity. So if you think that, and I think we need more of this in our society, if you think that someone looks awesome, even if you know them or not, just in the street, just tell them, damn, I love your dress. Or like, yep. man, you look so good today. Or like, just tell someone once a week, once a day, whatever it can be for you, just yep. tell someone something positive because I bet you $1,000 that that person will go home and keep thinking about that one comment and yep. be like, oh my God, someone told me this today. Imagine if someone came up to you today and just said, hey girl, like your hair looks absolutely sick today. Yep. You would be thinking about that all day and think, damn, I'm feeling myself today. This yep. is awesome. And it lifts your spirits. So we all need to be there to lift each other's spirits every single day. Just say something nice to someone, even if it's just nice to say something nice to yourself to bring yourself up. Oh, that brings me back. We should have mm. told that girl on the elevator how good her butt looked the other day. Oh, yeah, it looked really good. Oh, her ass mm. looked amazing. And I feel like we really should have said something, but it was such a small window of time that we're with yeah. her that we were just like embracing the fact that she had such a good ass in these jeans. Yeah. But we should have told her. We should have told her. Damn. But if you got more than, like, we had about five, six seconds. Mm. We didn't have time. But when you have that opportunity, what do you say it? Be like, damn, your booty exactly. looks damn good. I mean, 100%. for a girl to a girl. I mean, a guy saying it to a girl is still fine. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Go, like, like, even if they're married, who cares? You yeah. Like, I like your jeans. Even you don't have like, to hey, say your ass looks yeah. good. You'd be like, I like your jeans. Or just be like, hey, you know, well, this is seem weird, but like, you're an amazing ass. <laughs> I don't know. Just say something. Because I mean, that girl's going to be like, hell yeah, I do. When we went to the elevator the other day and mm. there was a bride and a groom in the yeah. elevator and I was like, well, hello, beautiful. <laughs> she was like, like, oh, thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> like, just say it. If it comes yeah. out, if it comes in your mind, just bloody Everyone say it. deserves to feel happy every single day. So absolutely. Yeah, just something nice. Yeah. So like Zana went over about like a little bit, like I didn't even really know that that's, that's how you grew up at all. Mm. No idea at all. So that sucks. I think growing up in, I grew up in a, a very kind of well-off city as well. And everyone had a lot of money and everyone was kind of very perfect there. And I think it kind of is that type basically a typical influencer kind of environment just back then there was no influences mm. it was kind of just like that environment where um people were very concerned about what they looked like everyone was concerned yeah. they had enough money their parents always like their mums hard hardly any of them ever worked so their mums always looked perfect like everything yeah. was always done and I was just like I went to a private school but I was just a normal family like my parents didn't have like didn't have abundances of money they just worked bloody hard and put me through school my pa- both my parents worked and I think I just had this different lifestyle than everyone else and yeah. it kind of I think that just kind of it, I don't know it does affect you as a child I guess sometimes as well and I don't know I just I guess had that experience and I think a lot of kids do have that experience and hide it and I think a lot of people do have body confidence like men and women have a lot of body confidence issues from when they're children and when yeah. they're kids so we really need to start this whole process from when kids are kids, like teaching our children that these words should not be used for themselves, like being being fat or being 
ugly or, or these words should not be used to describe anyone yeah, and they absolutely. should be taught only positive things to say to their bodies um, and develop really healthy relationships with food from the start. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. See, because my upbringing was very different. Like I went to a public school mm. and I mean, we had the girls in my school that were like very, very pretty, but no one, not that I felt anyway, like, you know, overdid their makeup or like really exercise I don't even like I didn't exercise or anything when I was in high yeah. school at all and my group of friends like even outside of high school like yeah no we all would have t- conversations about you know weight loss and whatnot I actually was always between like a size 12 and I'll end up starting to go into a 14 and for me like that's like that's a healthy weight range um but what I was unhappy with was the fact that I was I used to be really bloated all the time mm. I've always suffered from digestive issues for years and years and my whole family have all had bowel obstructions and like really really chronic bad digestive tracts so that's just how I grew up and being a nurse actually you you realize that every single patient seems to have some kind of gut related issue like whether Mm -hmm. it's diarrhea IBS constipation like I just felt like it was so normal so I just felt like crappy yeah and I just felt like this was my norm Mm. and um when I was about 21 22 I actually started um with a company um just just for myself to help with my um my my gut health really. And, Mm. um, I started doing these meal replacement shakes just for breakfast, especially being a shift worker. And they legitimately changed my life. Like I still to this day, um, take these products and, you know, you're very welcome to reach out to me because I'm really, really like such a lover of this company. But, um, I started getting a really healthy gut again. Mm. And just from fixing my gut, I ended up losing 22 centimeters just because of all the bloat. And like, I was full of shit. I tell you right now, legit shit. shit. Like (laughs) I remember the first couple of days I was on these products and I came home to my partner at the time and I was like, I have done like seven shits today. I was like, I feel so good. Mm -hmm. And once I got everything out, like my clothes were feeling so good. And I actually finally felt confident where Mm. it's not that I like hated my body or anything before, but I just never been like super confident. And I was putting on a pair of jeans and a dress being like, yeah look at his body (laughs) and I actually got a waist for the first time like I'd never even had a waist before and um yeah that's the path that I've done and for the last six years I've been with the same company and I do like challenges and stuff like that and I'm super into it um but it made me more conscious of like how to eat healthier and Mm. like just like all these things that I never knew and what I've realized is because I have helped other people and coached other people is I didn't realize that so many people were so obsessed with the scales Mm. I only weighed myself initially because my coach told me to, and she actually made me jump on them in front of her. And I wrote the number down and yeah, I tracked it and I actually lost like 10 kilos, but then I gained like mm. seven kilos and it was like the whole muscle thing, but I didn't know. And I didn't care about the number. I was how I felt. Yeah. And so I'd barely weigh myself like barely. Um, but I'm huge on measurements. Like measurements are amazing. If you're ever like trying to track, like I think like, and you're trying to do like, I don't know, trying to be healthy with your eating and things like that helping your gut like measuring is actually incredible Mm -hmm. it's much safer and much more like mentally stable way to do it because as women and as men but more so as women our weight fluctuates so much if you do any research about how much your weight fluctuates at different times of your cycle you will be amazed to see how much your weight goes up and down and so weighing yourself every day is an absolute no-no for me um i think that it is detrimental to your mental health and i just think that it puts this this idea in your head that like every single day is how you respond is how you respond to that day on the scales. And it shouldn't be that way. Every day should be consistent and consistency 
is a key to any success. So you have to be very consistent every single day. Follow whatever it is that you've, whatever it is a safe way of how you've come to this idea of what you want to do to lose weight, whether it's you measuring and like identifying what your TDE is, which if anyone doesn't know that, have a research. It's basically how much your body um, metabolizes during the day and basically what you need to do to achieve any kind of weight loss through that. So you have to find out what your body burns and then um, what your body burns like each day with food and without food, things like that to kind of know exactly where your body sits. So people would think, oh, I'm just going to have, no matter what size I am, no matter how tall I am, I'm going to do 1200 calories. Like that is not a safe or like a good way to do that at all because it depends how active you are it depends what your job is it depends what weight you're starting at each time your weight drops each time your weight changes you change that in your in your plan as well you can't expect someone who is 120 kilos to be eating the exact same amount of food as someone who's 65 kilos like it depends what you are and what size you are and how tall you are how active you are and it depends on so many different things so you really need to if you are going to do any kind of thing where you want to be getting healthier or losing weight or becoming more toned, you do need to actually do some more research and not kind of pick this random number and think, oh, I really I need to get to 58 kilos and I need yeah. to do to do that, I need to eat 1200 calories because the likelihood of what's happening is that you're going to weigh yourself every day. You're going to realize that things aren't changing on the scales every day because they won't. They'll go up and down every single day. Yeah. Do you know like a poo can legit be a kilo. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like and these things can change every single day and you're going to punish yourself during that day of eating because of what you see on the scales and it shouldn't be about punishment and it shouldn't be about hating yourself or telling yourself, Oh my God, I can't believe you body. I can't believe you haven't done this for me today or whatever it might be. You need to use it as a trend. So I think it's, it's really, really hard because any woman ever has been taught that a number on a scale is what we need to do to lose weight with this number that we need to achieve is what we need to do to lose weight. But it's actually about so much more than that. It's about how you're feeling. It's about what your body looks like in the mirror, what it's about the centimeters that go down. Like it's not all about a number yeah. and you need to use it as a trend because it will go up and down and doing it weekly on the same day in the same amount of, same underwear at the same time is more accurate to kind of develop a trend over time. And it's going to take months to have a trend. Yeah. So you can't be thinking, oh my God, I haven't lost weight this week. I'm getting off. Yeah. It needs to be a trend and it needs to be consistent because that's the only way you're going to achieve results and not go binge because we all do it. And the big thing is water. Like yeah. water is so crucial and so, so important. They say that you need a liter of water per 25 kilo body weight. Mm. So I need three liters. And this is not only just for your gut function, but this is also for your brain health. This is for like every single organ mm-hmm. in your body. Now, a really interesting way that I like to explain to people about the water. It's pretty nasty. So sorry. But imagine, okay, so imagine using the toilet all day, right? You're doing your poos and your wees in the toilet, but you don't push the flush button. Okay. So you're just going to poo and pee. Okay. And then you're going to go back and you're just going to keep piling on top of each other, mm-hmm. right? That sounds pretty nasty, right? Yeah, it does. Sounds pretty gross. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't like to do that. Yeah. I don't think anyone <laughs> would like to do that. So Think of the flush button as the water that you're intaking throughout the day, mm-hmm. right? So you're eating some food and then you flush. You're eating some more food and you're flushing yeah. regularly throughout mm. the day. If you're not flushing and you're only drinking like say 500 mils of water when you get home or like a glass of water when you get home from work, mm. then think about all that stuff that is caked in your body that, that hasn't been flushing. flushed all day. Mm, that's a great analogy. Yeah, get that visual in your head. Mm. That's why I thought I didn't even tell you this before no, the podcast because I one. wanted your face to be like, mm. that's nasty. Nasty, but so, so 
great. Yeah, I know, right? So, yeah, think about it like you have to mm. not just drink before work and then after work before bed. Like you got to drink through the whole day. Mm-hmm. Flush your body. Flush your system. Yes, pee. Like if anyone makes a comment about me peeing at work, I'm going to be like, yeah, mate, like I have, you're supposed to I pee. have a functioning kidney, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you diss my kidney, mate. Like I'm flushing that bad boy out. Yeah. Flushing my toilet. Okay. Think oh, of it like that. Oh, yeah. Flushing yes. your kidney toilet. And, you know, you actually should poo every day. And if you mm-hmm. don't, you really need to have yes. a look. There are, you know, sometimes traditional eating, um, you know, sometimes you do have a lot of triggers. Our food, unfortunately, is so processed and has so many things on it. Like yes. even if you're eating healthy and you feel like you're not getting anywhere, that's that used to be me. So sometimes there are other um, yeah. things you can substitute in your diet. Like for me, I told you I had a meal replacement shake and that is literally what keeps my gut in check. And I'm so grateful for that because mm-hmm. I can eat normal food for a couple of days and I just always get that stomach cramp and that stomach ache and the gas build up. Mm. And I hate it. And you just got to find what works for you. Exactly. And I think it's there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of gut issues. And there is a reason that it's called a gut-brain barrier. And there's a reason mm-hmm. that they do now link a lot of mental health issues to your gut. Because if you're not cleansing your gut, your gut and your gut is inflamed all the time, it's going to be leaking toxins and it's going to be making you feel crappy no matter what you're doing. Even if you are eating clean, if your gut isn't happy and it's not liking something that you're eating, it's going to be inflamed. It's going to make you feel lethargic and it's going to make you feel like crap. Yep. So that crap needs to get out. Those toxins need to go down the toilet yep. and they need to be flushed out, like Jess said, with yeah. the water. And openly talk about yeah. man. Openly talk about it because if people aren't talking about it, you don't know what's normal. If you you might think that having diarrhea every day is normal. That ain't normal. No. You honestly should look into mm. the toilet bowl. And people are like, ew, I don't look at my poo. And I literally look at them and I'm like, dude, but also you should yeah. know everything about your body. Yes. Like you're the only one. You can't like expect no a doctor or a nurse or anything to know about your body. You know about your body. Look at your poo. You actually should because if yeah, you've got you got blood in your poo or it's a funky color, that can tell you a lot about your inside. It does. And you can if you don't look and you're letting that go for a very long time, mm-hmm. you could end up having bowel cancer issues you could end up having anything that's going on with your gut that you didn't know about and you leave it too late yeah also like no one's watching you in the toilet like who the who cares if you to look at your own poo like yep. it's not weird i helped somebody one time um who had diarrhea constantly that was their normal always had loose bowels um end up helping them on some um products and they started going to the toilet normally mm. nice firm poops and they came to me and said <laughs> I know you're going to laugh so hard when you hear this. Um, she's like, my butthole is splitting because my mm-hmm. poos are so large because I haven't actually done a proper poo in such a long time. And it was Ouch. like so funny. We're like giggling about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, your body will adjust. It's just you're giving birth. Yeah. The first time in so long. It's just the fiber, the fiber factor. It's like, yep. Didn't have enough fiber in the there diet, you, you know? And, you know, you can go from you know, a painful poo because you're actually supposed to poo every day. So I just thought I'll drop that other disgusting story and I've got to stop doing this. But yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I am a bit of a poo queen. I like talking about poo. poo. But that is absolutely fine. Um, So yeah, other top tips that we have for... We'll just quickly yeah, okay. run over some snack ideas. Yeah, I think a lot of people really struggle with that. Um, They um, are eating... They're, they're playing this daily food that they've had, for example, and they're like, oh, I've had this really healthy lunch. I've had this really lunch, a healthy lunch, uh, breakfast planned and they've got everything planned out. Um, but then it, people fall behind on snacks. And if you're not having your snacks, if you're not having that break in between your two meals where you're still keeping your sugar levels up and still getting your body working, then you will get to a point where your body ends up entering almost a starvation mode and you get to this point where you are so hungry that it doesn't matter what you eat like it doesn't matter what kind of mentally stable place you are with food 
everyone wants to just scoff everything down. Yeah. And it's because your blood sh- you've let your blood sugar levels get too low, yeah. especially if you are dieting or if you especially are on a reduced calorie intake. You need to be super, super, I don't know, mindful of the fact that you need to be eating every couple of hours because you don't want your blood sugar levels to drop because if they do, then you're just going to binge because your body is literally struggling yeah. so much. So you need healthy snacks that have enough fat in them because fat is super important for keeping your body going. It actually keeps you fuller for longer. You need to think about things that are going to keep you fuller for longer and it not high sugar foods. It does. It's like oil. It does. It so fat is a healthy oils. oil. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Brought it in again. Um, <laughs> but like, so for example, what I like to do, I mean, this isn't every single day. Remember, not everyone is bloody perfect. Sure, I, always, no. I try. I try. Okay, mm. good. Half to three quarters of my time is like this. So I always start with a smoothie in the morning because one, I'm actually not hungry at all. Mm. Uh, I can't eat at like 6 a.m. It just doesn't go well with me. So I make myself a smoothie with some meal replacement shake and some fruits and stuff in it. And I'll drink that on the way to work. By the time I have my first break, mm. I love having, we obsessed with curried egg. We're obsessed. Mm. Just at least just, just egg, egg in general. Yeah. Just like. I know it's really hard when you think about, oh, like I don't have time to make like a poached egg to take to work or whatever. Just on your Sunday or on whatever day your meal day is, mm. boil up eight eggs, it's smash so them up when they're all boiled up, so smash good. them all together, add some mayonnaise. You can get healthy, fat-free mayonnaise. You can also get low-fat mayonnaise or you can get normal mayonnaise. Yep. Whatever floats your boat, put some pepper and salt, maybe some curry powder like Jess likes to yep. do. And damn, that on some crackers, so, so that on a sandwich good. thin. Great snack. Sandwich thins are so great. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, we are hundred calories, hundred calories oh, for a sandwich so thin. Good. I love mm-hmm. them. Um, they're great if you're really trying to opt with no mayo. Um, what you can do, it's a little bit harder. You got to be a little bit more prepared, but you can bring an avocado with you and have your smushed egg, and then you can cut your avocado in half and then mm-hmm. put half of it inside and mix it up, and that is your mayonnaise, your That's mayonnaise base. Yeah. Um, and you can mix it up and then have your salt and pepper. But you kind of, if you pre-make that. Um, it's obviously going to go very brown and disgusting colored, but you can put lime juice or lemon juice on it yeah. to help preserve. But then I find the egg with the lemony flavor, it's just a little nasty. So you have to <laughs> kind of organize that a little bit more if you're opting with the no mayo. So there's yeah. options. Also, like if you are doing the no mayo, you can actually boil the eggs slightly less than fully boiled. Oh, yeah. Um, and they still have, I mean, some people don't like a gooey, a gooey yolk, oh, but gooey if egg. you have a half gooey yolk, not like a full boiled yolk. Mm-hmm. So I do seven minutes. I put a timer on exactly seven minutes in the on the boil, turn it off, take them off. Mm-hmm. Don't leave them in the pot and then like crack them, put them under cold water. They're like half gooey. So when you yeah. start to mix them, that kind of does help it stick together We're as so well. With, when we cook, like you time shit mm. and I literally wing everything. Like Because I hate when your eggs go like to that gray purpley color. I saw, I saw you timing your eggs the other mm. day and I was like, damn, I just like put them on and just like hope for the best. Even a poached egg has to be three minutes. You always got to time it. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm terrible. Like, if I, I do a lot of recipes and I post a lot in little groups about, and everyone loves my recipes. I, I'm a seriously recipe queen. I'm a little lazy recently, I can't mm. this, but um, everyone's always like, what's the ingredients? Like, just give me the recipe and I'll give it them just the ingredients and not like the method or how much. And they're like, oh, how much? I'm like, oh, no half a bag. And they're just like, Okay. Even I just, when I'm making Jess something, I'll be like, I'll be making her a tea with this powder that she has. And she'll be like, I'll be like, oh, how much do you put? She's like, I don't know. I don't measure it. And I'm like, well, I could either put the whole entire thing in or <laughs> one teaspoon. There's a big difference. I just, I'm a very like sniff and put it in kind of gal. Like if herbs, I'm like, oh yeah, that smells good. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll put this in. <laughs> and I mean, I've made some great recipes. Yeah, exactly. Just to let you know. Whatever floats your boat. Um, right? Another really cool recipe. Sorry to keep with the egg trend, but eggs are great. Um, in a muffin tray, 
just like lightly spray some oil on it. Um, you can put either a layer of ham or bacon. If you are vegetarian, you can put a layer of spinach and then crack an egg on the mm. middle. Optional with the cheese on top, salt and pepper on top, and just chuck it in the oven. And they make these egg cups. Like they're so good. They are good. I've if you're vegan though, you can have that like fake ham stuff. So it looks really cute because actually having the ham or the bacon creates like that cup and it's super cute. Um, they're great. And it literally takes a few minutes to make and you just chuck them in the oven and you've got snacks for days. So mm. they're great. Um, oh, you love these. My little LCM bars. Oh, the LCM bars are so next level. Good. Um, these are a really good sweet snack. Um, the way I do it is you buy rice bubbles or rice puffs. So you can buy the cheap ones. You get some coconut oil and already melted and mm-hmm. mix that through. Don't ask me for measurements. I don't know. <laughs> um, in the coconut oil, what I do is I mix a meal replacement shake. So, so many people are into like protein powers and whatnot. I opt for meal replacement shakes. So it's not just focused on protein. Mm. It's actually focused on like essential vitamins and minerals and then i mix the coconut oil with that and then i mix it through the rice puffs yes. and then layer it on that tray Whoa. and then i put it into the freezer and we just sit there and we smush it all up and you, love and you them. just break it into pieces it's like yeah it's like into lcm bars lcm bars so good so tasty man i'll make some more so yes yeah, so, so tasty we too. Mm. they're just like a few random ones oh yeah. No, yeah, actually, I want to say it. Yeah, lent- lentil butter chicken. That that. Oh, you have to go onto chicken. our website and check out this mm. butter chicken. It is amazing. Also, super vegan and vegetarian friendly because it literally doesn't have any meat in it. It um, does have meat in it, but you can take that. Yeah, the you chicken. T- yeah, you can t- just take the lentil little <laughs> lentil Put butter chicken. Else in there, like lentil yes. butter chicken. Like it doesn't sound right if you don't say the butter chicken part. So it's like lentil butter, butter lentil. Yeah, butter, butter lentil. Let's call it that. <laughs> but think of like butter chicken vibes. Okay. Yeah. Um, the recipe is actually on our Nourish mm. Nurse website. So it's www.nourishnurse.com.au. Mm-hmm. And if you go, it should be in our blog section. It's not in it We've got yeah. a members only section. Just go into that. There's some real juicy stuff in there. Yes. But you don't our have recipes to are on the main that. page. Yeah. 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 So you just, I think it's just under blogs and you go to, there's a little tab for like, recipes or food mm-hmm. ideas yep um there's heaps of things in there jess has like got so many recipes on there which is amazing we do need to add some more because she makes this yes. epic turkey bolognese and actually, oh yeah my turkey bolognese mm. but yeah so the butter chicken's on there the lcm bars are on there the egg cups are on there like all these awesome ideas are all on the website perfect and we're just going to leave you with this little i'm going to read out to you this little blurb from um, this uh blog that i did also on our website um which is about all about self-love and how you kind of get to this point where you love yourself um and i'm just going to read out a little blurb from there because i think it's really important and i just want to share it with you all, with you all. so you can read the rest of it online if you want to keep reading the rest of it um but i said in this pod in this blog Mm-hmm. The trouble with becoming obsessed with improving yourself just physically is that you will never find a place where you are happy with the result because it's a never-ending cycle of trying to get to this certain place. Then you get there. Then what? Instead of focusing on the negatives or things that might be holding you back from being in brackets or in inverted commas perfect, focus on what makes you perfectly imperfect, what makes you you. We can wish and pray and try to change the things about ourselves, but why? I have cellulite on my butt and my thighs and my tummy. And no matter how much I look at it or exercise, it's not going away. But it doesn't stop my legs working or my ability to exercise or walk. It doesn't stop me enjoying exercise for other reasons than fixing parts of myself. I have freckles all over my body and my skin is almost translucent. But it doesn't stop me lying in the sun and wearing a bikini with pride. I have small boobs, but it doesn't stop me being proud of them and loving myself for them. I have this random black hair that grows grows on my cheeks sometimes. Oh. It's true. So what? It's just me. The way we have been made and the way how you have been made is so special, so unique, and how we are right now in this moment is enough. You are always enough. Trying to fix something about yourself tells your brain that you're broken. You are not broken. You are human. 
Oh, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. But yeah, there you go. Oh, so if you want to read the rest of that and kind of pump yourself up, head to nourishnurse.com.au and it's oh, on there. Oh, please do. And give us some love. Like, join our member section because we get a notification every time a member joins. It's mm-hmm. totally free. We just like to to see who's reading yeah. um join our instagram we've got the z.nourish.nurses mm-hmm. and also our keep your gin up podcast yes. instagram page share and just mm-hmm. just give us some love yeah exactly and just the yeah the motto i think the mantra from today's episode is just you are enough say it to yourself 10 times a day look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself oh, you, you are, are enough. enough scream it you are enough oh i love it oh don't do an aladdin now <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta head back to that podcast yeah. if you want to hear about that one. episode one aladdin mm. yeah don't be doing that in the street okay Anyway, we, we, we hope that you've loved this episode and once again loved us talking shit. We are here and we are sending you love, life and laughter always. Um, so stay happy, stay positive and have a fabulous weekend. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.